Hi, I'm David Thompson. I'm Sarah Halpin. And you're listening to the official Everton Women's Podcast, sponsored by Lillettes. Today's guest is Danish international and Everton forward, Nicolene Sorensen. Oh, Nico, thank you so much for joining us on the official Everton Women's Podcast. So before we start, for those fans who don't know much about you, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, of course. So uh, my name is Nicoline Hauko Sørensen. I'm 23 years old and comes from Denmark. I've played in Everton since this summer, so I'm one of the new signings. And yeah, love playing football. <laughs> well, we absolutely love having you at Everton, Nico, and you've made a real positive impact to the team already, both on and off the pitch. Um, Davey, you were telling me before off air that Denmark is the happiest place, one of the happiest places or the happiest place um, in the world, apparently. And the straight away, country I thought, in the world, it, yeah. Happiest yeah. country in the Do world, you know? there you go. And straight away, I thought of you and Reket. Like, <laughs> you always have smiles on your faces and it's so nice. And then, of course, you know, you, you're doing the, the work on the football pitch as well. You've already bagged a few goals for Everton both in the cup competition and in the league as well so you've got off to a brilliant start how are, how are you finding your time as an Everton player it has been amazing it has been such a great start and the team and the girls has just been so welcoming and every time I'm talking about Everton and how it's going I'm just sitting with a big smile on my face and I think that says it all that I'm I'm really, really happy and just enjoying the time. Well, we love having you here. And of course, you scored in the semi-final at Birmingham, um, the game that took us through to the final at Wembley Stadium. Yes, and although it was um, ultimately heartache on the day, just what an incredible performance from the girls. And certainly, I don't feel that that will be the last time will be there I feel that we will be back there sooner rather than later is that the yeah. feel from within the team as well yeah me too like I have a feeling that we believe so much in each other and and as I see it, the first weeks of preseason, this journey and this process started um and I just feel we keep developing as a team and we keep getting to know each other better and like I feel that we grow all the time and this is that is just the most important thing for us that we keep developing. We're such a new squad together, and it's just it's just so nice that our start has been this great, and we just have to keep improving and keep getting better. and And I feel that we're doing that, so it's really nice. Well, you just made the point there, Nico, as well that you know it's it's only been a few months really since we've brought in so many new players and new members of staff as well. It's been four months or less. And you look at the progress, we're sat right near the top of the WSL table. We've already reached an FA Cup final. How excited does that make you for things to come? Imagine what this team will be like in, say, 12 months' time. Yeah, we talk about it sometimes at the team. And, and I just can't wait to see what the future brings because this start has just made me feel that we can do anything we want if we just believe in ourselves. Um, so the future is so exciting and I can't wait to be a part of, of the team and see what we can achieve in the next, in the next year, in the next two years. Imagine like when we have 
more than just four months together, I think we can create unbelievable things. So has Rika, during the club at the same time, helped you settle in? Yeah, she has. It's always so nice to have someone around you that speaks Danish and like, if there is something difficult or something you don't understand or there is anything, it's always nice to have someone that, that speaks Danish and understands you. So that's really nice. I think it has been really good for both of us having each other. So when you join a club, you have to do initiations. Oh. What was your initiation? Oh, that was such an embarrassing moment. <laughs> I was there for your initiation and I thought you did oh. absolutely brilliantly well, Nico. Oh, right. thank you so much, Sarah. Right, okay. I wasn't there, so I need to see it or hear it now, Nico. No, so no, 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 no. Can you give I us a little uh, No. No? <laughs> I, I can tell you the song. It was What Makes You Beautiful with uh, One Direction. Ah, yes. right, okay, yeah. It was, and it was fantastic, I've got to say. <sighs> it, it was so embarrassing. Isn't it the <laughs> most... It makes you so nervous. I love that. You can play at Wembley Stadium, but I bet you were more nervous. <laughs> I was. I was. I was shaking. I was so nervous. And it, it lasted for what less than a minute, but I was so nervous. And it feels like it goes on forever, doesn't it? It feels like it takes so long. It felt that it took an hour. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. Like, oh, that was not nice, but it was good to get it done. And the feeling after was really good. <laughs> Definitely. And it's like, once you get you we said this to poppy as well once you do your initiation you do feel more a part of the team or like yeah. and everybody kind of goes yes well done you're, you're in now yeah. properly so exactly you know, it's uh incredibly brave of you I, I i've been through the same experience with my initiation and it will probably haunt me for the rest of my life but, um, <laughs> but it's all worth it in the end um, yeah it so. is and and they're so sweet so they started clapping and singing along and yeah that, that was nice but i was oh i was so nervous really really nervous <laughs> and i was like i didn't like, I was like, what is the chance that I'll be the first one up there? So I hadn't even chosen a song. And I was like, ah, oh, no. Okay, probably I have to do it before dinner. So just I just chose one. And then I was the first name up there. Are you the big fan of One Direction? No, 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 no. <laughs> it was just the first one that was on the playlist. And I was like, i go with that one. But we were just talking off air as well um, about your hometown where you're from in Denmark. And I yeah. don't want to mispronounce it now because... Come on, yeah, Sarah. You can do it. Come on. on. Because I did it really well before, apparently. Yeah. So, is it Go Molo? on, Sarah. Molo? Molo? Yeah. Yes, yeah. well done. Yeah. That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm part of the, the Danish fan club now. Riga mm? and Nico. So I'm going to exactly. learn a little bit of uh, Danish over the next few weeks. I'm going to have to try and Sounds fantastic. I've already started with Haley, so um, Haley is quite good now. <laughs> I love that. Well, on Haley Rasso, you two have quite a close friendship, don't you? It's I notice it's it's really nice when when we're you know warming up before the games, whether it's after a game, you know, you two are always together with smiles on your faces or comfort in each other. If if you know we've, yeah. we've, we've not had many bad results, but. Um, if we've had a, a disappointing result, you two are, are, are always together. How how nice is it to have 
made these tight friendships already because you can see that you guys as a squad you really care about each other there's genuine friendship there yeah exactly for me it's really important to have some close friends around me and and i already feel that i have like close friends and someone i can come to and that is especially easy and Haley. um we've had a lot of good times and when we could, we went out for brunch and coffee, and which was a really nice time. So there are so many nice girls that just we just care about each other all around, uh, and that's that's really nice. It's really really nice. Oh, you get me emotional there. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's it's a really really special group that we have. I think it is. Staff, players, everybody. It's a, it's like a family, and of course, you know, there will be ups and downs um, along the way Pro- probably mainly ups I'm thinking and hoping yeah but it's so important that you know there's that togetherness at a football club exactly and especially especially when you're so long from home or away from home it's even like for me it's even more important to have close friends and and someone that you feel that that you actually want to spend your time with and yeah it feels like like a family and that is that is just really lovely to have around is it very huga is that the word yeah huga <laughs> yes that they, that's <laughs> like i miss that word in english because it's really good Huglet. it's a word used in denmark for being cozy or something that makes you feel good is that right yeah, it's, it's a really good word, but you don't really have it in English. So sometimes I just say like, oh, that's Euclid. And and the girls know what I mean. <laughs> I love that. Well, Davey, you, every time we have our guests on now, so we've already spoken to Hayley, we've spoken with Sandy, Megan and Poppy as well. Davey has asked the guests to try out their best Scouse accent Um I think so far would we say Sandy McKeever is winning? Maybe Hayley. Yes, Sandy was brilliant. Hayley was also brilliant, but she never let us record it. Well, Davey. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Davey, would you be up for uh, trying a bit of Scouse accent for us, Nico? I'm more than ready. Bring it on. Yes, come on. (laughs) So before I give you a phrase, have you learnt any phrases yet? I don't think so. We always get the players to say, can I have a can of chicken? No. Can I have a can of coke and some chicken? Can I have a can of coke and some chicken? <laughs> you know what? That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad at all. That's it. <laughs> it's, it's the chicken. Like chicken. the chicken. Yeah. Chicken. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's actually really difficult. You've been in Liverpool a few months now. What do you like about Liverpool? Um, oh, that's a good question. I haven't tried that much yet because of COVID. Um, but I really like the city. I really like the small cafes and shops that you can just and that you can just walk around in the city. It's not that big. And it actually reminds me, I've said it a couple of times, but it reminds me a bit of Copenhagen. Like you can walk around for everything and there are like small like really, really nice spots that you can go to and water as well. So I really like the city. It's so lovely to see that you, new new signings, new players that have come over to the city have really embraced it as well. Um, that's what we love to see. And as you said, unfortunately at the moment, 
you're not able to do as much and explore as much as you would have liked but i'm sure that in time um we will be able to record yes it will and and we will record a podcast we'll get me you Davy, and Haley to a coffee shop and record a podcast there (laughs) sounds amazing (laughs) we'll do that after covid after covid exactly you've got a deal there nico (laughs) yeah (laughs) well what i was gonna say on uh molo as well i feel like did i get that okay again yeah yeah you're good i'm (laughs) loving it um so the population of that town is i believe less than nine thousand people um i think you're right and mm. I can relate to that. I lived in a town uh, for many years that was about 16,000 people. Everybody knows everybody and you recognize every face. So it, something that struck me was you played at Wembley Stadium. Now, although there wasn't any people in there this time, that stadium could seat 10 times the entire population <laughs> of your hometown. Now. <laughs> Does that make you realize the scale of, you know, how far you've come from, from a small town in Denmark? Here you are playing in, in England, in one of the best leagues in the world, in the, FA, in the FA Cup, which is one of the most prestigious competitions in women's football. How does that make you feel? Incredibly happy and proud. Um, I think I think it's a really good thing, but... I'm really bad at thinking about how far I've come and what I've tried and what I've achieved. And when you look back and as you say, the really real, um, it, it just makes me really proud to think of how far I've come. And I've always been really goal-minded and ambitious about my football. Always wanted that I knew to be a professional footballer and always put all my energy into being a better footballer. Um, and it's it's just I feel that I'm in such a good place now, both as a human being, but as also as a footballer. And I really just appreciate all the time I have here, and and I'm just happy. And that is what is the most important thing for me that that I'm really happy, and I'm I'm happy here, really happy. Oh, Nico, you're just lovely. <laughs> oh, you're just lovely. Honestly, I I really like that what you said about you know, being happy as, as a human being. Um, yeah. I think, you know, especially in the times that we're in as the whole world right now, um, putting your, yeah. your happiness and your mental well-being and everything first is, is absolutely spot on. So, yeah. yeah, and you should be very proud. Um, I'm sure everybody back in your hometown is, is super, super proud of you. Um, hopefully <laughs> yes they, they will be and you almost scored at Wembley um yeah. it looked to me at the time it was like a cross but it was dipping in and Ellie Roebuck had to make a save and yeah. I nearly came running onto the pitch at that point Nico to be honest with you <laughs> oh incredible um as yeah. a player as well you like to run into space get behind defenders you caused the opposition a lot of trouble, um, whipping delicious balls from the sides of the pitch. You're a threat aerially. You can score with your head, your feet. You've got it all. Um, talk to us a little bit about your game and, and what you bring to, to the side as well. Um, yeah, I'm a player that really likes 
having the ball on my feet and like try to try to go a lot of one v ones offensively most, <laughs> which is yes. what I prefer. Um, and as you said, like I really I really like to to come on the side doing crosses, try to come into finishes and just be a part of the offensive play. I really like to do combinations and yeah, I really just like try to adapt into those situations I come into and, and where my, my players are around me. So, um, so yeah, I think that's me, a, a winger that they want to come on the side and speed and do crosses and hopefully yes. some goals as well. <laughs> Definitely. Well, we've already seen a few goals and a few assists from you. Um, me and Davy are privileged enough to be able to, to watch you play at Walton Hall Park. And there is a real buzz when you're on the ball that, you know, that something's coming. Um, so I can't wait till our supporters can come and watch you in the flesh because you're certainly a player that will get the crowd on their feet. From social media before Wembley, the support from our fans was absolutely amazing. What did that feel like? Was that something special? It just added an extra thing to the whole experience. So like, of course, we missed all the supporters and our families, but we felt that they were with us because they've given us so much support, especially on social media. And like when we walked into Wembley, there was like a big screen with some of our fans. We could wait. That was me. I was yeah, waiting that to was, you. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was just so nice. And like, of course, we miss them all. But but I felt that they were with us and, and that just made it extra special. I'm sure you could hear me from London. I was shouting my head off. <laughs> we could hear you all the way. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> right, okay, so what we'll do, we'll do quick fire Q&A questions. So it's okay. this or that, okay? Okay. Are you ready? Yes, go on. Dogs or babies? Babies. Art or music? Music. One Direction? No. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix, Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Christmas or Halloween? Christmas. Yeah, we love Christmas. Yeah. Store-bought gifts or homemade gifts? <sighs> Store-bought gifts. Store-bought. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. TV or films? TV. Summer or winter? Summer. Oh. Summer. Last one. Rye bread or pastries? Rye bread. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely <laughs> right, Red. I knew the answer to that one anyway, but we yeah. have to ask you. Yeah, that was a good that was a Danish one. That was good. I liked it. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna make sure that we get some uh, rye bread as well when when we can. We're all gonna try. Well, actually, I I enjoy rye bread and it's super healthy as well. So um, yeah. perhaps we'll have to have to try big one and then we'll see how that goes. Yes, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I look forward to that. I can't wait for all these, uh, all these foods that we're gonna have now as well. Well, I need to try rye bread with Vegemite on. Me and Haley have talked about baking a rye bread together, so that would probably be the best combination. <laughs> I love the thought of that. Just you and Haley making rye bread, and then Haley just putting Vegemite all over it. <laughs> you really, she really likes rye bread as well. Have Does it often. Yeah. yeah, I've brought her one from Denmark as well, so she really likes it. 
I love that. Well, Izzy Christensen, her father is Danish. Does she like the rye bread? Yeah, she does as well. So <laughs> um, they had one each when I got from home from Denmark the last time I got over here. So um, they like it. Oh, I love that. I love they're a bit that. Danish. They're a bit Danish as well. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're, we're all we're all converting to to Denmark now. I think. <laughs> Absolutely love it. <laughs> that's why it feels like home. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. Do you know one of the reasons why I love Denmark is yeah. because Lego was made there, and I'm a big, massive fan of Lego. Are you? Oh, Do you like nice. Lego? Um. Mm, I like it, but I'm I'm never play with it or like I don't have any Lego Lego Lego. <laughs> yeah. I used to I used to love it. I, 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 to be fair, I hope this doesn't go out, but I still play with it now sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's nothing worse if you stand on a Lego brick. <laughs> oh my god, that hurts so much. Actually, well, a friend of mine has a Lego where you build like stadiums, so you can build yeah whatever you want. Oh, I yeah. Seen that, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's quite amazing. We need to, we need one of Goodison Park, and of course, you played at Goodison Park as well, which is <laughs> yeah the holy ground to Evertonians. It's our beautiful stadium. Yeah. It's over 120 years old, and you got to play there and were victorious over Chelsea, who are one of the best teams in the country. How was that as an experience to play on that pitch and make history? That was unbelievable. That day, I'll, I don't ever forget that day. So after coming home after that game, I just said 20 times, I was like, I, I just can't believe it. I just can't believe it. We actually did it. Um, that was unbelievable. I don't even know how to explain it because it was such a big moment. So what you're saying is, is Goodison Park is better than Wembley Stadium. <laughs> the results were better in Goodison than Wembley. Yes, definitely, definitely. Well, you know, hopefully there'll be many more occasions soon where you and the girls can play at Goodison Park in front of 45, well, not for, not quite 45, in front of 40,000 Evertonians. Um, and that really would be something, um, and I'm yeah. sure... We'll see that day before too long as well, and it will be magical. Yeah, we cross everything we can. Have you got any sporting heroes? Who was your hero growing up? Mm, you always get that kind of question, and I'm always like, I don't really know what to answer because no, I haven't. Like, I really love sport, all kind of sport, but I don't have like a sport hero or some, someone I really look up to. I like just getting uh, motivated about other sports people and see how they're doing and what they do to be the best. That's mo motivates me. And like, well, I, Neil Harder as well, of course. You know, another fam famous Dane. Um, she's just made the move over as well. I bet that, yeah. that in in Denmark, there's probably a whole new host of fans watching the WSL because. The likes of Peniel, of yourself, of Rika, etc., um, many more, of course, playing in this league. Yeah, exactly. And like now, it's on Danish television as well. So there is actually a lot going on in Denmark as well from the English league, which is really exciting. And people can watch it either on FA Player or some of the games they they show in TV. So that's that's really really nice. I is women's that. football big in Denmark? 
we're actually kind of struggling get it like developing as much as we want to um the development goes quite slow and the league is more a development league for young talent than it is like growing into a big league um and it is that is the difficult thing because what comes first uh the good football or the money or like that is always such a difficult question but like um we're missing a little bit of the investment in Danish football and the Danish league especially so a lot of the girls from the national team plays abroad um which of course makes the league in Denmark more talent development league than a big league as for example England yeah yeah but that probably players um such as yourselves and like we just listed the players there that have come over from Denmark hopefully that that sort of sends a message um you know, back home of that, you know, it's great that to see all you stars coming over, but also at some point they'd probably like to see in the future that the, the Danish league grows up so that homegrown talent um, will, will play there as well. So I think that's a, a really important message. You know, women's football needs investment, even in countries where it's good. There's still so much more to be done, isn't there? Exactly. And especially because the Danish league isn't professional. So, like, everyone needs a job or study besides football. And that just just changed everything. Like, I've been used to when I lived in Denmark, go to school, then go direct to training. I had days from 7 a.m. in the morning to 8 in the night. I'd like, that that is just long days and, like, you can be 100% into football and being the best footballer you can be because you have to focus on something else as well. And and I think that is that is one of the main problems that you have to do something else in football in Denmark as well. Otherwise, you can't you can't live. So yeah. What age did you start playing football? Um, I actually started playing in the kindergarten with all the boys. My mom and dad could look from their window. So we lived right next to the kindergarten and they could just watch down on the pitch and see me playing around with all the boys. So I actually started there and started officially in Molu when I was around five. Wow. And you got your first professional contract in 2014 as well? Yeah, in Sweden. Yeah. So yeah, I've been I've been abroad before in Sweden actually twice. I've both both been in uh, what is now called Rosengård and then in Linköping. And um, when I was in Rosengård, I I lived at home. I went to school in Denmark and then took the train to Sweden every day. Um, it's Sweden is close, so it only takes like an hour. But when I went to Linköping, I lived in Linköping and. Yeah, that was quite an experience. You won titles there as well, didn't you? you won f- two titles in Denmark and two in Sweden, is that right? Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think I've won like the double in Denmark twice. Wow. And then I've yeah won the Swedish championship twice as well. Wow, absolutely fantastic. Can't wait to see yeah. you lifting trophies with everyone <laughs> as well. This, Me neither. It, it, oh, do you feel that when the, when we finally get some silverware as a group, and as we said, I think it will be sooner rather than later, um, do you think that will be the highlight of your career so far, 
to win yeah. with this group. I think I think that would be definitely be the highlight. Um, especially because uh, the competition and and the league here is so good and there are so many good teams. So if you're good enough to win a title, which I definitely think we are, yeah. it's going to be so special. Oh, that makes me so excited. It really does. <laughs> it really, because, you know, I look at this team and, you know, for our, our listeners as well, um, really, as I keep saying, cannot stress enough how excited I am for fans to come and watch these girls play in the flesh because they are something special. And I can just see, you know, not only the talent, of course, which we have in abundance, but that togetherness that we talk about that really makes the best teams. Um, more than 11. More, more than, than 11. 11. Exactly, Nico. And, yeah. you know, and, and that's the thing, you know, us as, as supporters, staff, players, everybody in the club, we are Everton. And, you know, we, we speak about players that come to Everton and really embrace the club and the history and the passion. And you've certainly done that. I feel like you're, you're a toffee already, aren't you, Nico? <laughs> yeah, I feel like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that is absolutely right. But I think um, that is also what Willie have done really, really well, that he has brought in players and most importantly, really good persons. And yeah. the people around the team and the people in the team are just unbelievable like they're the best people I've ever met and everyone wants to help each other and it's just it's just such a good group it is and that's you know you're a credit to that and everybody is a credit to themselves with this club and you know let's roll on seeing Everton the mighty Everton football club challenging for titles winning cups um, and winning them together. And as you just said there on the manager, Willie Kirk, you know, how fantastic he has been in utilising this team um, and the staff and, and really getting Everton to, to be the force that we are again in women's football. It's fantastic. It is. It is. He's definitely the best coach I've ever had. And I think uh, his ability in terms of bringing a group together and as we spoke a lot about bringing the togetherness, which is so important for a group um, because we depend on each other. Like I can't be good if I don't feel good or my teammates doesn't believe in me or like that is just so important for us just so we can perform our best. And I think he's done an absolutely unbelievable job and he's such a good coach as well tactically and seeing all those small details that can change the game or uh, important situations. So, yeah, he's he's really good. Well, do you know what, Nico? It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm sure Davey will, will second that. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you this morning. You're a, a delight to watch on the pitch and a delight to talk to off it. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you and so much. We can't wait to see you uh, have an incredible future in that Royal Blue of Everton. Me too. It has been so hygglet. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I need to say that as well. Yeah. No, it has been a really nice time. So thank you so much. Once again, thank you for coming on. Enjoy the rest of your day off.
Thank you. And we will see you on Saturday. Can't wait to see you. Yes, don't forget to like and subscribe to the official Everton podcast. And each time we bring a new episode out, it will automatically drop into your preferred podcast listening app. Just want to say a big thank you for Nico for joining us on today's podcast. And also a big massive thank you to our sponsors, Lilette, for sponsoring our podcast this season. Up the toffees. When we have questions about our body, periods, and well, pretty much anything else, most of us turn to the search engines, but sometimes it can be overwhelming. What we really need is straightforward answers and expert advice to put our minds at ease, and that's where Lilette's Talk comes in. It's a safe, confidential space where you can ask the questions that you need to and get a no-nonsense answer, whatever your life stage or query, and this is how it works. Send a message anytime via text or WhatsApp on 0616-326-1967. Ask a question about periods, puberty, maternity, menopause, products or anything else in between. It's completely anonymous, so Lilette won't know any details about who you are and will never use your number for marketing purposes. You'll get an answer back within 24 hours and the best bit, your answer will come from a real person and not a bot. The dedicated team at Lilettes will be available between 6am and 6pm to answer your questions. That number again is 011-6326-1967. So Lilettes talk.